Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Put your fucking phone down, JB. Well, it's interesting because I'm trying to... It's interesting what because I'm, the fuck was I was about that? to come over there and save your life. <laughs> With your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> no, I'm trying to line up a photographer to do a, I want to do a Christmas photo shoot for my kid. And I'm actually, I think I'm going to have the photo shoot. I have both of us in it. Aww. That'd be cute. Aww. And um, it's going to be our new Christmas tradition. I'm starting it this year. So every year we're going to do Christmas pictures. You love traditions, don't you? I know you? I do. Yeah. Right now, our Christmas tradition, the only one I have right now is. Uh, the book. The book, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. so now I'm going to uh, incorporate the, the photo one. Um, anyway. She's going to love that when she's 40. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nicely done. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Actually, will be adorable. Will, if she has kids and then, you know, grab They, they the get in on it. Yeah, and you're like, get God. the fuck out of my picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you swore. I did again. What's happening? Wow. Damn. Oh, I apologize. But yeah, I've been trying sorry. to find, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the photographer situation because I want it to be, I don't want to go to like Sears and just have like the stupid like vinyl <laughs> backdrop. So I want it to be like nice, but you know, as I don't know how much photography you guys have looked into in your lives, but well, if you have kids, you've probably looked into it, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> finding <Joe. laughs> I, I, he gave his daughters the choice: Do you want to be photographed, or do you want to get home and have a lot of candy? I chose a lot of candy. Honestly, I care about the kids' picture. I don't care about the backdrop that much. Oh, okay. So, well, all I care about is what they look like. Yeah. So, or what he looks like in a diaper. Go on. <laughs> so, best Christmas card I ever got. <laughs> I um. <laughs> But as some of you may know, out in the audience, I guess, then, um, photographers aren't cheap, no. which is amazing because really all they have to do is bring their camera and push a button. Um, uh, no. Uh, well, that's essentially what they're well, doing. There's aperture, yeah. there's lighting, there's, there's depth the lighting of field, there's the, focus, the focus, there's composition. And the composition and the zooms and the whole Do you have any thing, friends with a good phone yeah. camera or so I'm kind of regular camera that. yeah i mean they I, took 50 of them they're gonna you're gonna have one you're like yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking too so like, i do for how a hard while. can it be but um anyway finding a photographer um no that idea. you don't have to go bankrupt to, to afford is is hard to do these days as i'm discovering uh, most of these people want like for a 30 minute session they want like 400 dollars uh, are you kidding me? $400 for a half hour? I'll take pictures of you guys for a lot less than that. Yeah. And yeah. now, granted, I'll admit that they're going to spend more than a half hour doing the editing and the touch-ups, right? Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not $400? Mm-hmm. Are you doing eight hours of editing and touch-ups? I don't think you are, because in a half hour, you're only going to have 10 pictures that I'm going to want. Like, are, well, am I intentionally showing up with, like, bruises and Mark? Well, my kid will be, because I teach her <laughs> lessons, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Right. Oh. No, child abuse isn't that funny. I, uh, <laughs> but no, it's 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 hard, man. And so I found I was on Craigslist yesterday, and um, you know you always get nervous about finding photographers on Craigslist because you're not sure. You know, do they just leave a porn shoot? Are they going to a porn shoot after this? Like, Are they making you into a skin lamp? Right. <laughs> um, I, well, one, and this is a weird thing, but um, I have a daughter. I'm sure people know that by now. Yes. That's um, news to me. I will I will not use a male photographer. I will not. I refuse. 
I don't care who he is. God, you're paranoid. I don't care if he shot photos of the president the day before. I don't care if he was sanctioned to shoot photos of Barack Obama. He's not shooting my kid. I will not use a male photographer. You are so hmm. fucking paranoid. Wow. So um, anyway, so it has to be a female. I, so, I feel bad for you that that's what you think. That is how I think. <laughs> I know. I feel bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, the world's not. I'm just here to tell you guys. Here's a little, here's a little insight for you. The mm. world's a fucking bad place. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. There's a lot mm. of fucking bad people out there. A lot of fucking good people. You too. think you live in the yeah. suburbs that's cushy and comfortable and no one does anything wrong? Uh, is that what you guys think? You fucking assholes. Huh? Do you take pictures of your daughter? I'm her father. That doesn't stop some people. Hmm. Are you insinuating? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay. no, I'm, I'm, that got no, weird. I, right. No, I'm kidding. The world isn't entirely bad, but most of it is. Um, wow. No, I'm kidding. No, I don't. Just I don't think you are. He's but not I'm kidding. Mostly kidding. He's not kidding. Um, anyway, yes, I refuse to let a, ma- a man take a picture of my daughter. Hmm. Um, uh, that's also why my daughter did not get go out and use the pool at my apartment this summer because the pool sits right in between all the buildings. And on all of those buildings is windows and windows and windows and windows. And in the, during the day, you can't see into the windows. It's all dark. And Would I'm you not look into have... the windows while your kid was swimming if you could? Yeah. So that's why we don't take pictures with males and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to have my five-year-old daughter in a bathing suit out for, you know, 500 people to see. And I can't see what they're doing while they're watching her. But you if you're going to jerk off, pool? if you're going to jerk off watching my five-year-old swim in a pool, Jesus, I want to see you so there, I can huh? break your fucking hands. That's what I'm saying. Wow. Joe, we have two friends like this. Wow. <laughs> Joe, can I help you with something? You seem shocked. No, I am a little shocked. I'm, you had to know that's... You're going to struggle. That I'm not going to struggle. I'm just very protective of my daughter. Of, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're going you're gonna, to, at well, some point, you're going to be... Right. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can to keep her out of bad stuff. Even if it's irrational. Got it. Yeah, I don't think it's irrational. You think that's ever happened? A pervert sits in his window and fucking jerks at watching toddlers playing a pool? A lot of bad stuff. I happens. guarantee that's happened in, the, in this but world. If okay, you, if, if you avoid happened, all bad okay, stuff, you never but leave But to your play house. devil's advocate here, let's say that has happened. Mm-hmm. What difference does it make to you or your daughter? She's never going to fucking know. Oh, that's a terrible way to look at it, though. Why? Oh no, I can't look at it that way. It's it's not going to impact yeah. her. It's not going to impact her life if someone did that. You you'll never know. Oh boy, I can't handle that. That just means that that guy's, you know, that person's sick or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. extrapolate it. Have you watched movies that you've done things to that their dads may not have appreciated? Mm. Well, if their daughter is forty-one and she's in a porn on Pornhub, that's a choice she made. She's an adult. She's doing it knowing that guys are doing stuff while watching her. Right. That's that's a different thing, I think. Okay. Anyway, this might be a show. Maybe this is a show for down the road. <laughs> oh, you, we'll forget about it. Yeah, we will. We always forget the good ones. Yeah. Anyway, back to the original point. Uh, Craigslist, you know, so me with my apparently hyper paranoid uh, attitude about my daughter, um, it's hard to find female photographers in general um, that are affordable. But then you go on Craigslist and look and weirdly or strangely, it's mostly men doing photography on Craigslist. I wonder why that is, Brandon. What do you think there'd be mostly men doing it? Do you think for cheap? Why do you think they would take cheap photos of women? Side hustles. Oh. And women. Does it specifically say photography for women? No, but, you know. So they're taking photos. Yeah, but they're men. What if... Photos. Good grief. What if you brought your daughter to, like, a women's only apartment building and had her swim there, and they did some (laughs) stuff behind that window... Right. That you didn't love. That's true. That's true. Be, no, I know. Cool that? Right. Yeah, and I, I guess if or I ever moved into a women's only too. community, <laughs> yeah, I suppose if I moved into a women's only community, uh, which would make sense. What if some of those women were really men dressed as women? And they fooled the like community Tom Hanks to get in. and uh, what's his buddy's name? Oh, Bosom Buddies. Bosom yeah. Buddies. Yeah. Mm. 
Peter yeah, in a bosom buddy situation, I guess that might be different. Yeah, yeah. break those hands off too. Yeah. Speaking of breaking hands off, how about that episode <laughs> in The Boys? You guys uh, seen that? I don't have. That's Amazon, right? Amazon. I don't Prime. have Amazon. I'm one episode in. Oh, okay. It's a good thing they're not showing Charlie awesome. Brown Christmas on Amazon. There's a it. brutal. I don't have Apple either. I know you don't. You're yeah, fucked. This mm-hmm. Superhero grabs this other superhero and grabs by the wrist because the power comes from his wrist and just snaps his fucking wrists. E. Oof. That doesn't seem fair. Nice. Uh, the Boys no. is very good if anyone is interested and has access to it. It is good. It's very good. It's very, very it, violent. Yeah. The violence cannot be overstated yeah, in that, yeah. I don't think. It's. It's, it's pretty, pretty brutal, top, yeah. uh, but it's very good. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, did I even finish my point? No. I don't know what your point not. was. Oh, well, originally Chad said stop sucks, texting. I think is what yeah. you're no. saying, yeah. Chad said stop texting, and I was just explaining that I was, I, I oh, yeah. so I found a female photographer on Craigslist, texted her, asked her what I want to do, and I was reading her reply, basically just telling me kind of how she works and the price and you how You were doing the, more than reading. You were texting her. Well, I was texting her back, yeah. Mm. Oh. So I'm going to have to get a hold of her and find out. Mm. That, that's gonna have to be a phone conversation. I'm not gonna have her just show up at my apartment. Without right, you got to evaluate her where her head's at. What she might do with those pictures. Well, right. I'm 100 percent gonna talk to her on the phone. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's you wouldn't. Oh, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, am I the only parent in the room? I, sometimes I feel like I'm the only one who cares about like what what's going I th- on. Here? I think you're definitely the most protective parent. Huh. I think if again, this doesn't need to be the whole show, but I think if that photographer was alone with your daughter and brought her to a back room and said, you can't be here while I take these pictures. Right, that right. would be something to be worried about. Yeah. Right. But if he's taking a picture in front of a pine tree with some snow on it and a sled, mm. I don't think you have to worry about it. He wants to walk up and it make, you know, just make a small adjustment on her hair. Oh, let's just move her hair right here. Oh, her dress is just wrinkled right here. Just let me just move that real quick. Would you do this with a boy? Before you know it. Don't start with me, Joe. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm curious. Or mm-hmm. is this a is this a it's female a girl, thing? It's a girl thing. Protecting yeah, it's your a, daughter. It's a girl okay. thing. Okay. Just because, in my opinion, you know, most of the animals out there are looking for women and girls, not boys and men. I don't know that that's necessarily true. I think it would probably be statistically accurate if you were to look it up. Mm. Chad, you're the doctor. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, what, what was today's? T- oh, side hustle. So. Side gigs. Side gigs, sorry. So yeah. today's show, um, we are getting into what people may or may not do for side gigs. And and it can be, I've heard people say like, hey, like if you, if you don't have a side, a side thing, then you, you know, it's, you're, you're wasting, you know, you're wasting opportunity to make more money or you're, you're wasting this or that or whatever. And I think that's dumb. I, I don't I don't think there's, I think there's zero obligation to have a side thing. I don't <laughs> think that makes, doesn't make sense. Right. Um, but. What, what I would say is that if you can find something to make side money doing that you just enjoy doing in general that you're going to do for free anyway, I guess I would say why not try to capitalize on it a little bit, right? So uh, I would say that, you know, and I, I won't just say Joe and, and Chad are probably not going to have a ton to contribute to the show. Um, Chad a little bit. A little bit. Joe won't have much. Um, apparently nobody will play it. What you know, pay you to play video games or talk about Super Mario Brothers or. Um, I, I usually he doesn't fix, have time for those things. No. I fix computers for free. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's true. You don't even charge to fix computers. You no. could. You'd make a fortune off of Brandon by now. I don't know that that's necessarily <laughs> true. No, he's been asking me for a long time. I just never come. See, I'm bad with schedules, so that's why I can't do a side. Gig. And you're well, bad at coming. Well, <laughs> 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 it's hard to get angry when I'm not paying you either. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? No shit. Okay, <laughs> he's not coming today. I guess that's okay. <laughs> like, if I really needed this done, I'd have paid somebody. I guess. <laughs> that's a good point. What's he gonna say? Um, 
so anyway, the reason that 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 the show the topic came up was um, is I, I'm thinking about well more than thinking about. It. I think I'm 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 going to be doing it. I haven't actually initiated it yet, but um, uh, I'm going to be starting to. Uh, flip things online uh, like antiques and 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 such um, that I wanna I'm gonna you know go out and buy stuff and then resell it online. That's my new thing. And as I as I told Brandon before the show, this isn't this is far from a full time thing. This will never be a full time thing, right? Like this is definitely like you know find something cool. Maybe the week later I find time to take a picture of it. Maybe a week later I find time to post it. No pressure, no obligation. If I don't sell anything for a month, it doesn't matter to anybody, right? You still put food on the table. It's not my primary You're income. You're not counting on that income no, for something. right, mm-hmm. right. Um, <clears throat> You'd like it for the drugs, though. That'd be nice. Your drug money. It'd be right. Nice if you oh, yeah, right, 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 right. That's a side hustle. Molly gets more expensive every week. <laughs> right. Well, it's just the Mexican supply chain is the problem. It's getting cut off at Texas. Um I don't know if any of that's true. I don't even know if that's where it's coming from, Joe. That's, I have no idea. It gets stopped there. Nancy Reagan started that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Breaking Bad. I know where all the drugs are coming from now. Um, so, oh, update. I watched all of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did I ever talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, I have, I, for, for a long time, I've enjoyed looking through, you know, antique stores and flea markets and looking at old stuff. I kind of like old stuff, and I kind of like the idea of having old stuff that just kind of looks cool and brings character to, like, a newer environment or, you know. I just feel like no matter how old you are, there's Whoa. some shit that was made in the 1940s that's cool no matter if it was fucking 1940 or 1990 or It's fun to look at 2090. that 2090, yeah, I kind of like, ima- like to try to imagine where it. How was well, it used well yeah, some of that stuff. Old. Yeah, some of that stuff for sure. There's history. Like, you get into like the military history. Imagine that kind of shit, right? Like, where where has that been? You know, um, odds are it's probably been like at one Air Force base in the middle of Texas, and it probably never got used because it sat in a closet. So. Oh, but you never know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was in the bush in Vietnam, and it fucking made it back. You know, it's just there's a story behind anything. Um, so I've decided that uh, in my you know uh, travels and, and looking through antique stores and, and and flea markets and such that. I'm already going to be doing it for free. Why not? If I find something that I think is cooler that I would want, buy it if I can get it cheap enough and then put it on my shop online and see what I get for it. And the idea being that, you know, and I, and now I'm realistic, right? Like not everything I try to sell is going to sell, right? There's going to be some shit that people are going to be like, you must be the only one in the world that think that's cool. Cause no one's going to buy it. And if that happens, I have to deal with that, right? Like there's going to be some loss that way. Um, or, you know, a little bit of loss anyway, cause odds are I take it back to the antique store and sell it back for, whatever, maybe a little less, um, or whatever. But, uh, the, the goal here is that the goal here is that, like I told Brandon earlier is this is going to be money that basically anything I make off of it just goes into a savings account. And then that way I can use it for something very particular down the road. So let's say me and the kid, you know, and ideally a new wife, are going to you know go to when we decide to make the Disney World trip, right? Like maybe now I've got the thousand dollars to put us in first class instead of flying in coach. You know, just it, a thing that I wouldn't have been able to afford normally, right? Like that thousand dollars, that's a lot of money. But if I saved it up over the course of three or four years at you know ten fifteen bucks a pop, well now now it's money I never had. Like I don't care. Like cool. Like now I've got more legroom and it, I didn't really have to pay for it out of this budget. It was saved up over time. So that's why I'm doing it. Um, but I'm going to have my uh, uh, shop on Etsy. Um, I'm still in the final stages of picking a name. Um, right now, I've got a name that I really like. Uh, but it's not appropriate, so we understand. No, it is appropriate. <laughs> um, 
but I don't know. But it's a real thing, and that's what I'm trying to figure out, like how to, how the naming works. What the funny thing about naming, the funny thing about naming a shop or any kind of anything, I guess, is that you want to make sure you're not using someone else's name, right? Like I want to make sure that I'm not using the name of some store somewhere. You know, legally, I don't know if they would have any traction unless they copyright the name. But, trademark or trademark thing. I'm sorry, yeah. but even if they do do that, what are the odds that they're going to even find out that I have a you know? What are the odds we find out about each other, right? Like, who cares? Like McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Mm-hmm. Sorry, huh? I was I was when Joe was a kid, he once was invited to go to McDonald's, and it wasn't the McDonald's he thought, yeah, because two places had the same name. Go on, yeah. sorry. Oh, I was taking a shot at McDonald's liquor store versus McDonald's the restaurant. Is that a real story? Yes. I've never heard that. that I my think dad, you told it on the show. Yeah, I did, where my dad would tell me, You're hey, let's listener. go to McDonald's. Oh. I'd be like, hell yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say hell yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Heck yeah. And it's to go buy He was some, going to buy T-Bird. Buy not, some beer. Yeah, yeah you okay. said that yeah. on the show before. Yes, I did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Was I on that show? Yes. Of course you were. <laughs> You're a great listener. And you, and you knew that story before the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard it twice now, at least. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> my store name that I want to use is called Grey Rooster. You know, oh, I'm going to go to the Gray Rooster. Um, I think it's nice. I think it's kind of simple. It, it uh, doesn't really make sense, which is kind of, I want it to be kind of abstract. The problem is there's an actual species of rooster called the Gray Rooster. Well, Motherfucker. That's not trade nine. That's not trade Yeah, I think you're safe. Yeah. No, What's no, you, should be, I, no, you should be just uh, fine. I'm aware that the rooster can't sue me. I, I get that. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that that's not, that's not trademarked. Uh, the, you're the welcome. Prob- the problem is, is it's not completely gray. You Google Gray Rooster online and you look at the images they're all, well, they have gray in them, but a lot of them have a lot of black and red and orange and everything else. What the fuck does that matter? Well, what? it doesn't, because ideally I'm going to have just an image of a gray rooster, like an animated image that I designed myself or have colored it designed gray. and colored it all gray. And no, I'm sorry, not illustrated. Maybe is what oh, I should have said. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it would just be a... It's going to be claymation. It's going to move across the screen as it goes. A gray rooster symbol that I create myself, or that I do myself. Yeah. But then what if some yickety yak like Brandon or Joe comes along and says... Hey, did you know that gray roosters actually aren't gray? Thank you. You tell them to f off, and you're done. And then your story implodes, and right, so it's, it's all over. Yeah. No, that won't happen. So I don't know because I, <laughs> I mean, originally I was trying to think of something like JB's blah blah blah, or you know, I was going to use my put my kid's name in there a little bit or something. But well, we all know about me using my kid's name for a whole. I don't like to. You never know who can find her. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, they hear her name and they do uh, some and then stuff. they start getting right. weird ideas about right. the name. Yeah. Um. So I was going to use my name and then my initials and then whatever. Roll your eyes again, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, so, I, uh, so anyway, I wanted something more abstract, and I don't know why it struck me, but Grey Rooster seems kind of, I don't know, cool to me. Yeah. And my thought was, have it be all gray, because it's Grey Rooster. Following. And then <laughs> <laughs> my thought was to have an orange ring around the eye. Orange is my favorite color. So the whole rooster would just be like one color, one shade of gray, and then it would really pop right off the rooster to have that bright orange ring around the eye. Okay. Now that has two things. One is it's one is it's you know bright orange, so it really pops off the page. Pops. Two, it's bright orange, which is my favorite color. Mm-hmm. Three is it kind of highlights the eye, like I've got an eye for spotting treasures, right? It's all in the eye. Eye of the beholder. Huh. Okay. That's good stuff. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, so a gray rooster with an orange ring around the eye. What do you guys think? It sounds fun. good. Yeah, it, everyone likes it. Yeah, yeah sure. that sounds rustic or, or antique. Yeah. Like, or like, 
Yeah. I'd buy something from the Grey Rooster. Yeah, the Grey Rooster. I'm going to go check out with the Grey Rooster. Especially with the, mm. especially <clears throat> with the popping orange eyes. Yeah. You know what I was even thinking about doing? Just because I'm it's a doting father. Is I thought about putting like a pink ring around the eye and then like an orange ring around the pink ring. Maybe have like an orange and a pink ring. Or purple, whatever I her favorite color is that week that I design it. Because <laughs> it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth. Right. Your tagline could be the store where we never say no. <laughs> yes, it could. Yes, it could. Uh, or, you know, the other idea I had was... You get what you want. The other idea I had was put, like, a pink or purple ring around the eye and then have, like, an orange ring in, like, around the leg. Like, you know, like, have, you know, so... The only color on it would be an orange ring around the leg and an orange ring around the eye. What's the leg symbolize? It's like a tagging thing, so you can follow them and trace them. <laughs> no, just that I want another color on there. Oh, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> I thought we were still going to the dollar no, thing. No, So I suppose I could put the ring around the, the head or the chest or wherever I wanted. Yeah, I suppose. Um, so anyway, I think that might be the name I go with, unless I think of something better. I like um, it. That's fine. I looked up some other ideas. Mm. Spotted Tiger. That's actually like a whole clothing line. I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Hmm. Um, I looked up... What was the other one I looked up? How about Funky Leopard? I looked up, I think I looked up Pink Tiger. That's being used somewhere. So you got to do an animal thing, apparently. I huh? like the animal idea. Yeah. yeah. So they anyway. I can't sue you. That's <laughs> <I know>. true. <laughs> <laughs> rooster. Not yet. Uh, so yeah, that's my idea. That's what I'm going to do. So I. So over the last like two weeks here, I've uh, amassed mm, probably 12 things uh, that I'm going to be taking photographs of and listing. And we'll see how it goes. Better hire a, a female photographer for those because you don't want some guy jerking off to your pocket knife or something. It's true. Well, I think it's a apples and oranges, frankly. It's, I'm talking about a live human being, which happens to be my preschool daughter, as compared mm-hmm. to a knife that has no soul or What if it was held or, at one time by a preschool? My age. preschool daughter? Well, oh, so it's only your, okay. Well, I don't care about your preschool daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so that's what I'm going to do, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. You know, like Brandon and I talked about earlier, I've said that four times now. Um, the thing is, you have to learn the market, right? Like, I'm going to have to learn the value of shit. I, I'm definitely going to make mistakes, right? I bet I have stuff sitting at my house right now that people are going to be like, I am not paying anything for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I missed. But, but over gonna, time, yeah. you figure it out. You're going to find some stuff that you would never buy right. that somebody else right. will. Because I've been to those flea markets and they've got a basket of 500 right. reflector things from a you know back ref, rear reflector from a yeah. bike or something. And you look at it and go, oh, that's all garbage. Well, it wouldn't be there if nobody ever bought it. Right. Somebody's buying it. And I've already discovered mm-hmm. that because um, I went to the antique store excuse me, earlier this week uh, with someone and they found a set of four like really – and it, they are really nice looking artist prints – of different ducks, uh, uh, I guess it didn't do anything for me. I looked at it and I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, I, you know. But you know, she looked at it and she's like, "You, you can sell those. Like, some, somebody will buy those." Uh, okay, I guess. And they were only like, they were like four bucks a piece. So she cleans you know, them up, puts a frame on them, it, and she sells it for or yeah, or I'll list them for yeah, or, right, know, or however, mm-hmm. I, however I want to yeah. run it. Um, so it's that kind of stuff, right? Like, that's what you're talking about. I, if I'd have looked at those by myself, I'd have been like, no, I don't need, I don't have, no one's gonna want those. Well, I don't know. If you look at it from a wider perspective, I mean, if you look at them, you would probably say, oh, those are great in a dentist office <laughs> or, or, you know, or in a, somebody's study. Now, they're not man cave-ish, which is good because I hate that term anyway. <laughs> These aren't pictures that you would hang at your home bar necessarily. But if you're like Johnny fucking literature and you've got a library or a study, that might be cool to have, you know, hang in there, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But that's my new my new venture. 
Um, now so you, you said you're flipping. Does that mean like some of these things you'll be buying, you'll be fixing up? I think so. That's like the that? plan right now. So yeah. It'll so be like a rocking horse of type sorts that you're going to fix up or. What a jerk. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable joke. That is going way back. Joseph. That's a, that's a, good that's a huge throwback, isn't it? It was for his daughter. <laughs> that was for my preschool daughter. I know it was. At the time, toddler daughter. She was going to rock on it and take a picture with a male. I know. I mean, I'm female. Female only picture. And with I'm, that I'm pointing out the fact that maybe you shouldn't fix these things up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be great at it. That's fair. That's a fair assessment of my abilities. <laughs> I, I've I've definitely ruined some things. Yeah, I have. <laughs> but as we did discuss, you're gonna learn if there's something you like, and okay, it just needs to be clean. Yeah, you know, right. like that's that's well, where it I've changes from where it now. was to what you're right. putting out. Or I've got some of that now. Yeah. I've got a piece of a wood um, nutcracker set at home that I that I found for I think it was like five bucks. Um, so before I take the picture, I bought a can of wood restorer and I bought some metal polish. I'm gonna yeah. So I'll clean that up, make sure it's as shiny as I can make it. And, you know, post well, it yeah, and sell you, it that way, you know. You find or I have a cigarette lighter at home that I found that's really, that I think is really cool that I think will we'll sell. Um, now, that one, it doesn't work. And I don't know that. It matters. Well, I'm going to look into it a little bit to see if it's an easy fix. Here's the tricky thing about doing this thing is that you can't put too much money into fixing shit because you don't mm-hmm. know if you're going to get it back, right? Right. Mm-hmm. If this fucking cigarette lighter, if I'm only going to get 12 bucks for it, you know, I paid, I think I paid $2 for it uh, if you break it apart from the other ones. So, like, 2 bucks for it. Well, if I'm only going to get $5 for it, I can't put $12 into fixing the fucking thing. It doesn't right. make sense. So that's why I'm going to I'm going to research it a little bit, but if it looks like it's it, like really any work at all to fix it, fuck it. I'll just clean it up, polish the shit out of it. I've got the clean the polisher at home already for the nutcracker things. Yep. And then just sell it and someone else can fuck with it or whatever. Well, like you yeah. said you found prints of whatever, a picture of <clears throat> right. whatever it is. If it didn't have a frame when you bought it, you bought it for a couple bucks. Oh, there's a frame over there at right. the other side of the store that right. I, or that you got three weeks ago. Right. You put those two things together, it was five dollars, right. but now you can sell it for twenty. Right. Yeah. There you go. You know it's just I mean? trying to make sure that you're not, you know, you're I, just, yeah, you'll and you'll figure that otherwise out. Otherwise you lose money on everything. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to just be careful about what I'm what I'm buying and selling. Um the uh so yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. So a good example of this would be so uh, this last week, one of the items things I found was a giant Ziploc bag with two um, puzzles in it, Disney Christmas puzzles from the 1950s. They're both the dates on them was like 1957 or 58. Uh, and then there were two old school, like retro, like or not retro, but vintage Disney coloring books in there as well from the mid 1950s. It was all packaged as a as one lot, and the guy wanted like six bucks for it. Hmm. Well, I'm not a Disney expert. I'm not a Christmas expert. I'm not a vintage expert. But I know damn well that there's people out there that were that are gonna that they'll buy a fucking Disney Christmas puzzle from the 1950s, especially if all the pieces are there. So I bought it all as a lot, and I'm gonna sell it off individually. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have it sold off individually. Um, and yeah, and and again, <clears throat> I'm not gonna get rich off this, right? Like, if you break out break apart the prices on that, I paid like a dollar fifty per piece or whatever it was, a buck a piece for them. I know I can get more than a dollar fifty for a fucking nineteen fifties Disney Christmas puzzle, because like Brandon said earlier, for the fifth time, um, <laughs> not only are you going to get the Disney rubes, you're going to get the uh, vintage rubes, and you're going to get the Christmas rubes. Like you're hitting three different audiences there, and somebody out of that group is going to spend ten bucks on a fucking puzzle. I wouldn't buy it for ten dollars, but I know somebody will, right? Because what you do is you put all the pieces in it, seal it together, glue it, and put it up on the wall or whatever the fuck you do with it, um, and you've got it. May not want to call your customers rubes. Just a thought. No. Oh. 
<laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Did you confirm that all the pieces were there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you already got some enjoyment out of it. You get to put the puzzle together. Yeah. Well, in 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 fairness, they were already put together when I. I mean, I picked up the bag oh. and the pieces were already in place. Oh, so I kind nice. of a quick look. Nice. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and you know, and to be honest, the puzzles are in are in okay shape. They're not mint by any means. Um, but they don't need to be mint because no, they're they don't. Right? Somebody probably and, won't even want them mint. And know. the coloring books are in rough shape. You know, one of the coloring books it's it's in pretty rough shape. Um, the other coloring books in much better shape. You know, um, structurally, but they've both been colored in, which you know could add appeal or or, or not. Right? Like you're going to expect that a coloring book from the 1950s is probably going to be colored in. Some kid along the way colored in the fucking thing. Now, Somebody who buys it's going to put it on their end table right, as a display piece. Right, and, right. Yeah, they're not really going to color in it. Right, they're, they're or they're just know. a collector and they want that to finish a series of coloring books that they started from a Disney Christmas series or whatever the fuck. Um, so anyway, again, not going to get rich. Not going to be the next Amazon, mm. pretty sure. Uh, but uh, anyway, I just thought it would be a worthy time. It's nice to, to have projects. I, it's nice to have right. other things to do. Right. Uh, a little bit of extra money well, that you wouldn't have normally had. And, and you got to do something you're finding enjoyment in. And that's the thing that, that keeps hooking me on it is, again, I'm a, I would be walking around looking mm. at this shit for free anyway. So if you break out, you know, over the course of a year, if you break out all the hours I spend walking around antique shops, it break, it, break it down by the amount of money that I made an actual profit after fixing stuff up and polishing everything else. Even if I only make a dollar an hour that I was walking around, that's still a dollar an hour I wasn't making before. I was doing it for free. Yeah, granted, I'm only going to have $100 over a year, but still $100 I didn't have, and that's $100 I can put toward my savings to put toward the next thing or whatever the fuck. Um, anyway, so I wanted to put that out on the show, but then I also wanted to get insight from other people on the show that have this kind of thing or have done this sort of thing. Uh, Brandon, maybe we'll save you for last because you've got a lot more experience than the rest of us in, in doing side stuff. Um, Joe, I think you've got very little. Uh, I think we, as we discussed, you... I have never been a side a gig type thing. Yeah. I mean, I'll help people out and stuff like that. But you do it for free, typically. Occasionally I've done it for pay, but yeah, it's very rare yeah. that I will do a side gig type right, thing. Right, right, where you start a thing. Yeah, I honestly, I most of the time feel like I'm busy enough yeah, right. as it is right. where I don't want to do a side right. gig. Right. I mean, I'd rather yeah. do Yeah, you got plenty of money. <laughs> Busy kind of money. I'm just no, it's, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's no. You got kids. You got a wife. You got a job. Yeah. You got yeah. And the yeah. kids are starting to get in activities. You're gonna be busy doing that. You know, yeah. that's a different thing. Yeah. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I should get into a hobby of type. I should get a, myself a hobby of some sort, yeah. which might turn into a side gig. Except, yeah. But I have no idea what that would right. be necessarily. Right. My hobby could be playing video games. Yes. So yeah. I mean, yeah. But other than that, yeah, I am not a side right. gig kind of person you're open to it you might do it eventually though maybe yeah yeah Yeah. i think the key is finding something you enjoy doing anyway for free right that's got to be it yeah because if you hate doing it and you're doing it just to make money then it's not going to last i wouldn't get sick of it right because my biggest thing is especially with work in general yeah is that you should be happy doing it it shouldn't necessarily be the money type thing right it you need to be happy and i just what you're doing some learn that lesson very much the hard way yes (laughs) um i wish i'd taken joe's advice seven months ago um, Chad, tell us about your experience making a little scratch on the side. Well, I haven't made a bunch of scratch, but I tried. Yeah. Um, a couple things I did mm-hmm. once, uh, when Nick and I were doing the movie thing when we were Thundercock Nick, is who Thundercock we're Nick, yeah. right? Oh, I the thought that was the, the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we spent a lot of money making this indie movie and we thought it would be good to try to start up a video production business on the side, um, shoot weddings, shoot music videos, you know, that sort of thing. Um, because 
you know, we were, Nick was really good with the camera and I was good with the editing software and that sort of thing and directing, whatever. I mean, we just, we worked really well together. Um, and we thought, Hey, you know, people pay people to shoot their weddings and they pay people to do shoot music videos and that sort of thing. We could make some money doing this because we already had the, all, all the equipment that we needed. We bought it for the movie that we made. Um, our problem was, uh, marketing had no idea how to get our names out there without breaking the bank. And we didn't have any disposable income. We didn't have any you know, money we can just throw away into ads or, or whatever the hell we we're going to do. Um, so it never really took off. We had one client, basically, that we knew through work that did like instructional videos for um, this proprietary course he was teaching. And we did a handful of those. Um, and aside from that... We got you didn't do any weddings or no. Okay. I shot, I mean, (laughs) what I fucking hated was when people were like, Hey, can you shoot my wedding? And I'm like, sure. What's your budget? Well, couldn't it just be a wedding gift? I'm like, (coughs) it's a lot of time. Fuck you. Yeah, it is a lot of time, especially if you're going to do it right. Um, so, I mean, I, I, and I did that for a few people. I mean, I shot their wedding, but I didn't put a lot of, effort into like it wasn't a multi-camera shoot i didn't interview people and i didn't do anything fancy in post um so i i've done a couple of those for free but no we never got we 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 just we had no idea how to get our fucking name out there so we never got any any interest yeah if you aren't going to like a a wedding expo or Right. Things like that, which is expensive to go get a table and sit down, and you know, mm-hmm. it'd be, I mean, it would be hard to business cards <clears throat> and then be in the print uh, advertising, and you know. Mm-hmm. Then I and you have to like talking to people, which right and travel right. and right. yeah, yep. Nick yeah. would have had to be the spokesperson, I think, in that right. crew. And neither yeah. one of us are very extroverted, yeah. so. But Nick's nice. He is nice, which helps, and he's not a prick like Correct. I am. Right. Um, and then I also when I started doing the home recording stuff and started working on my album my first album, I was like, you know what? I'm feel like I'm pretty comfortable doing this. I think I kind of know what I'm doing and I'm, I'm not great at it, but I know enough about microphone placement and how to, you know, work the, the audio recording software. And I know, you know, how to, how to run a recording session and that sort of thing. I decided that I was going to um, try to set up a mobile recording business where Instead of because you guys have seen my spare bedroom and how tiny that is, um, there are that has room for two people, um, and I don't have money to lease out to create like an actual recording studio. So what I was thinking is that I would set up a mobile recording service where bands, I would go to wherever they rehearse, and I would bring everything with me. I bring the laptop and all the microphones we need and, you know, all the, the cables and it just all I would bring the whole shebang mm-hmm. with me and I would record them in their rehearsal space and I'd record it like a normal recording session. It'd be a multi-track session where we, you record one thing at a time. You do the drums first and the bass and the guitars and the vocals last, you know, that sort of thing. I mean, it would be done like you do in a recording studio, but it would just be there. So there's no overhead really because i'm not paying for a space they can i don't have to charge them nearly as much because i'm not charging them for the overhead that i have for the you know it's just basically recouping the amount of money i invested in the equipment and i probably like this laptop i'm using for a podcast um this thing was 
1200 bucks probably and i probably spent another 1200 on a bunch of microphones and cables and all that stuff so you know i, I was two grand in and i didn't and once again i don't know what made me think that i could do this when i i wasn't able to get any clients through the video production stuff um but what i did is i put out a thing on facebook saying hey I'm starting up this mobile recording business. Any of you that want that are in bands or know of anyone that's in a band that wants to cut a demo or do an album or something, um, I'll do a song or two for free until I get, you know, a foot in the door. You know, so anyone that's interested in free recording service, you know, let me know. Mm-hmm. I got one bite. Not even saying, hey, I, I have reasonable rates. It's like I will do this for free. Mm-hmm. One person was interested, and I went and recorded their song, and it was all right. They weren't really prepared, and it kind of turned out shitty. Hmm. But um, and after that, I was just like, "Well, I I don't know what else to do." I mean, how how, yeah, how do you get your name is, out there? Yeah. Right? How how do you get your name out there without breaking the bank on advertisements or or whatever? Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, and shit just doesn't go viral. I mean, you. You have to pay. You have to have a marketing team to make stuff go viral. Right. What you needed was somebody to say yes, <laughs> them to do it, tell their friends that also right. do that. Exactly. They call you and you do exactly. it. And exactly. Hope that it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think with things like that, sometimes it is just a slow run up or whatever. I mean, maybe right. you do start with that one and then it goes another, you get another thing five months down the road and then maybe it starts getting a little more regular here and there. I, I right. think something like that. I don't think that you would necessarily be able to just boom go right into it true and knock it out so yeah and to be honest with you i kind of gave up after after that you know and, and getting like zero traction with it so now i've got all this gear that i'm using for a podcast <laughs> that we don't make any money <laughs> well on. you make a ton of money on the podcast so it works out <laughs> ask joe right yeah. joe knows what we're doing sure. sure. like, uh yeah it's it is and it's um uh you know and i guess that's i i guess i feel like with what i'm going to be doing um, I, I don't really plan on doing any marketing because for me it's, you know, and, and I've already done it when I'm out at these stores and I want to try to figure out what something's worth, if it's worth anything, you know, that's Google is beautiful, right? You can use it for anything. So I'll go on Etsy and run a search on brass Zippo lighter light and see what they're selling for. Now, not what they're selling for necessarily, but what they're listing for. and gives you an idea of what people can expect to get. But I guess that's why I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that I don't have to worry too much about the marketing piece is. People go on there if they're looking for mm-hmm. Walt Disney Christmas vintage shit. I'm gonna my shit's gonna come up right. there. Your name, right? The right. My tags store will, will be on right? It or your store. right. Yeah. Yeah. And then ideally, the next time they need something, or if you know maybe they they get to my shop, realize that it's mostly men's stuff. You know, maybe then they pass it on to someone else, or if they do or don't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm still gonna have listing the shit. Um, no, I'm just thinking out loud here. Do do some of those antique shops and things you go to have bulletin boards or anything like that? Yeah. Well, it's stopping me from doing it. You right. spend a few bucks on some business cards right. and you pop right. one on there. Well, maybe right. somebody takes a peek. You right. know, they, they run across it. Oh, this is not, you right. know, the same thing. Word of mouth eventually. Yeah. Well, and the other piece of it is too, and, and what I do plan on doing, and I, I haven't directly asked her yet. Well, she'll hear the show, so she's going to hear it now. Um, you know, uh, The person that got me, kind of got me going on this idea um, has been doing this for a long time online. And she, I mean, she's not getting rich either, but this is her full-time, like this is her full-time gig. Um, and she's got, uh, you know, um, she's, she's really big in, in some of the like vintage and antique communities as it is already, just from some of the stuff that she sells. So my other thought was, is could I figure out a way to, you know, I don't know, maybe pay her or work out something, huh? 
piggyback off. Yeah, that right. Bit, like yeah. maybe she can throw my name in one of in a couple of her posts, right? Like just that kind of exposure. Uh, you know, she's got. You know, I've said this a million times, and I don't mean to sound like a broker, but you know, she's got fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. Like she's huge. You know, she's really big in like the vintage communities. Now, right now, granted, she's selling to ninety nine percent women, right? Who like having that shit around their house. But fifty thousand followers, like my name, that that's my name going out on a single post to all those feeds. Yeah, not every one of them is going to look at it or even care about it. But what if two of them do, right? Like that's two people that I might reach that I wouldn't otherwise. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's the other piece of it. But but yeah, aside from that, and and Chad and I know how hard, and Brandon knows how hard it is to market pod podcasts. It fucking there's a you know Chad and I've been doing this for three years now. And, you know, we we still have get to figure out a way to really blast your name out there. And, you know, unless, like, like Brandon said, unless you pay a marketing firm, like professional money, mm-hmm. to put you out on Twitter every, you know, three times a day, every day. Right. Or and get, get you, your name on right, the top or, of a list. Right, or, or get you right. followed by some kind of D-list celebrity or whatever. Like Get somebody to yeah, good luck write to you. you 50 reviews right. so that you can. Right. And, and, and it's tough with podcasts because every, you know, all podcasts are basically free. And there's a billion of them that try to be funny, right? So right. it's not like we're the only guys in the market. Uh, so yeah, it's tough. Marketing sucks, and it's tough to get to get ground. Do you have a podcast, Brandon? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I know you did at one so, point, and then it was so we off did the air it, for yeah. like eight months and something. After they said they were going to come back weekly and stuff, we were. I don't to. know. Yeah, COVID's very weird. Yeah, mm. we just started well, up again COVID a couple was weeks ago. Going. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying, but no. <laughs> is he being a little bit of an ass? Is he, he being is, a smarty yeah. pants? Hundred yeah. <laughs> <laughs> percent. But, but thanks for asking because we did start up a couple weeks ago. I know. I listened to it. I think we're three oh, or four weeks in now, and yeah, I'm one of your three listeners. Oh, that's hurtful. That's hurtful. I'm number two. <laughs> I listened to it twice. That's why we have four. <laughs> Sorry. What? Joe. What? Are you really drinking a squirt? I am drinking a squirt. I thought I'd go back to the old days. Oh, my Give it a run. It's not that very good. awful. Yuck. Yeah, it's not real great. <laughs> do you like ruby red squirt? I do. That is yeah. much better than I don't remember the squirt. last time I saw a ruby red mm. squirt. It's in my fridge in my house right now. Is it really? The, the little tiny one downstairs in the Next time room? I come yeah. over, I'm going to have one. Absolutely. So, yeah. I had a ginger beer before this with extra ginger. <laughs> that was horrid. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> that was... Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. yeah, it was. I'll take the squirt over that. So I'll give you a squirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet you you will. Uh, Brandon, why don't you tell us what you've been up to, uh, making all the extra money that you make? <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll, you live the, in a micro mansion out in the hills. Tell us how you right, afford that. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, no. So, well, since I was a kid, actually, my dad has right. made a point of letting me know, get good at some things, yeah. make a little extra money here and there. You know, yeah. uh, so when I was in middle school, he helped me make some flyers for, you know, mowing a lawn, a typical kid thing, mowing lawns or shoveling uh, driveways or, right. which I hated. So I did very little of that. Yeah. Did more of the mowing of the lawns and then we did some like yard cleanup. Yeah. But I learned how to talk to people that right. weren't related to me and right. wanted a service done. Yeah. You know, found out, you know, and, and that was helpful. And I did that for a while. Uh, I mean, I didn't, you guys know, I didn't have a job job. In middle school and high school. I just, that's not something I did. I was busy with sports and I didn't want a job. Right. I did that stuff. And when I needed some extra, my dad used to paint houses on the side. Yeah. You know, he did it as a main business and then eventually it was just a side business that he'd do a couple of summers. So I kind of learned how to do that. I remember that. Take me out to the job. So I might do two of those a summer. And if you work hard enough at that, that was enough money for me. You know, uh, and I've kind of taken that throughout my yep. young adult Smart. and adult life now too yep. you know I'm, I'm looking for different ways to get a little bit extra because i've never had a job that paid me so much 
that I just felt like that was enough. Yeah. Because I'm always looking for something. Right. Uh, so anyway, so I've done all sorts of stuff. I, it's funny that Chad says the videography thing. Uh, I did some of that. I, in fact, I called him once. Uh, I got a job that I did not advertise for. I did not look for. I was not in the, the business of looking for it. But what had happened was my sister had a friend whose son was uh, graduating high school and wanted a uh, one of those slideshows deals to put mm-hmm. at, at the graduation party. Mm-hmm. She was good friends with my sister. My sister, I made a, a t-ball video of my nephew mm-hmm. uh, for fun. I went and shot a t-ball game and I edited it all up like it was a like a highlight film and put scores and and uh, at bats and you know and, and made it you know much more of a production than what a four year old t-ball game was. was and, uh, comedically dramatic. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I was right. doing yeah. it. For, right. I did it because it was super fun yeah. for me, mm. messing around with some editing stuff because I was learning it to teach a class. I was a substitute teacher at the time. I was doing a two week. Uh, period where I was teaching video editing on a program that I kind of was familiar with and I learned it over yeah. a two week period teaching it to middle schoolers yeah. and so I used it it was yeah. fun she saw that and said hey can you do one of these and I'm like yeah I think I could and so I did it for yeah. free the first time mm-hmm. and because that was good when her sister died uh, she passed away. They wanted one for the funeral, you know, at the, at the, I don't know what, not a reception for a funeral. I'm looking for like a, after the funeral and everyone comes back and is eating the, the basement little, of the church, yeah, the, sandwiches, the, the, the square sandwiches. Yeah, the bars, they wanted a little yeah. video with some pictures yeah. and some music and his yeah. favorite songs. She hired me for it. Now, was that really funny and like zany and crazy? I did less did funny with that. Less, <laughs> less funny with that. I didn't know no. what you were shooting for. Uh, but no, it's so in, I made it super simple. I'm like, uh, yeah. what is this? What kind of music do you want it? Yeah. She gave me some CDs. What kind of pictures do you want it? She gave me the pictures. I went home, put it on. It was pretty yeah. simple, pretty easy. You know, <laughs> I, uh, and I didn't make a ton yep. and that's probably been my biggest problem with all my side hustles. I don't overcharge or charge what I believe is overcharging, yeah. but it's not really when right. I talk to people who right. actually do it. Oh yeah. No um, kidding. Uh, so, you know, I made Wedding 50 bucks expensive. on that, that funeral video. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you talk to a videographer, that was a $250 minimum, right. you know, uh, right. slideshow. Now, part of it is you're a fucking human being with a soul, so you're not going to charge well, them full price anyway. But. And in my head, I'm I'm a hack. Right. <laughs> you know, like right. I, right. You know right. I, I, I'm just throwing this together. Right. And uh, she liked it. We had ended up doing another one for another family member of hers mm. uh, for something similar. It was a graduation deal. So yeah. I made a little bit of money doing that. Then years later... Uh, my sister had a friend who was, their daughter was having a wedding. All the wedding uh, videographers were extremely expensive, you know, like $2,500 minimums, yep. you know, like mm-hmm. just to shoot the the wedding, you <clears throat> know, uh, and right. then if you wanted some reception, now it's mm-hmm. 4500 mm-hmm. And if you want, you know, it got really Crazy ridiculous. Money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, my brother can do it. I didn't tell her to say that. I mean, it was <laughs> right. years since I had done anything. Right. Right. So all of a sudden I'm getting a phone call. She gives me, sends me a text. Hey, I have a friend who's going to be calling you about a wedding video. I'm like, what? So... I find out it's, I got to drive. I got to go stay at my sister's house, which is a few hours away. I got to do this wedding all, you know, during the summer. I got to make sure it's not during time I'm doing other things, right. you know. But I called Chad, asked some advice. Hey, what would you do with this? Is this kind of camera good? Because I had a friend who was a wedding videographer uh, who does this kind of stuff. He edits videos. He transfers videos. Same kind of thing, though. It's not an easy business to make as your main business. Mm-hmm. But he had a camera. And he had stuff. He was going to let me use it for free. I said, well, no, these people are paying me. I'll pay you for the camera and I'll buy the tapes and ended up doing it. I spent a lot of time doing it. I tried to do a really good job. Mm. I made decent money in my, in my opinion, for the amount of time and effort that I put into it. 
I gave my sister, you know, a hundred bucks to go to the wedding and the reception with me to shoot the other camera. Uh, she was going to go probably anyway. So she made a hundred bucks doing it. Um, I paid, uh, uh, the guy who I rented the camera from a hundred bucks to take the camera for the two days. And other than that, I got to make a grand, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. that to me was great, yeah. but it's not something I do normal, right. you know, they, but it's a side mm-hmm. hustle. You just, and I use that money for whatever, you right. know, uh, other things I've done, you know, umpiring oh for years and years yeah and -hmm. i did that for a specific reason i wanted to go to florida with my kids my Mm -hmm. job that i currently had along with my wife's did not allow for the mortgage all of our regular bills all of our activities and a trip to florida right but i umpired for a few summers i instead of playing softball on those nights that i normally did i started umping three or four games uh, on those nights yeah it was fun it's something i would have been at anyway right i like going to the ball field it's more fun to play i'll be honest but I was hanging out with the same people right. and they treated me well because I've been around them. And so it didn't feel like work, right. work most right. of the time. Every once in a while it was raining. And then, yeah, that felt like work because now I'm getting wet to <laughs> sit at this boring game, right. you know, if they're not good or whatever. But collected that over three or four years, had enough. We went to Florida on it. And I, I got to take a vacation where I didn't say have to say no. Yeah. And that was nice. my thing. I want to yeah. go and not say no. Because right. normally I say no to above and beyond. Right. Hey, this, is, this movie's fun anyway. We don't need popcorns large pops yeah. and a slushie yeah. you know like yeah. this vacation i wanted to not say yeah. no that's what i used that money for so yeah. that's why i did it for all those years right. um uh some of the other stuff uh painting you've talked about i, I painted yeah. as a kid i remember that so then my dad got a couple jobs and i did that with him yeah. uh, which was very helpful when i first had yeah. my first son uh, i did it a couple summers while i was in college i yeah. uh, made more money than i could at a regular job yeah. i got to make my own hours with that and stuff yeah. and since then a lot of people have asked me to help because yeah. they find out i can do it they find out i like taping a lot of that stuff I do for free. I helped you paint. Yeah. Uh, you kind Twice. of forced me to take a little, some money, you know, yeah. which was, I, I didn't love doing that, but it, right. sometimes I do it for yeah. complete free too. Yeah. But right. I've had people ask and I say, well, yeah, I'll do it. You right. know, it's people I don't know as well. Right. I will give them a price. And right. sometimes I get it because it's way cheaper than what they're going to get. I've got yes. a neighbor currently who is trying to talk me into painting his house right now because he got a bid for 5500 or something like that. And he mm-hmm. knew that I paint houses and I told him that I would do that house for, you know, 2500 Mm-hmm. When I found out his bid was fifty five. I was like, well, maybe three. But no, he's trying to talk me into. I don't know if I really will do it because that's yeah. a lot of time and effort. Yeah. But it's not a tough house. It's right next door. Yeah. The negative is if I do a bad job, I'm right next door. Um, right. <laughs> I get to hear about his crappy paint job every time. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think it would be like that. But that's a skill that I've done over time that yeah. I will probably continue to do yeah. here and there uh, as kind of a side yeah. deal. Um, something a little more recent. I. Uh, I coach uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, baseball uh, in particular, and I've had a lot of parents ask me to train their kids, yeah. do hitting, do fielding, or pitching in particular. Yeah. And over the last handful of years, I've rented space at various sports academies or, or, or businesses, and I'll train two kids at a time, yeah. three kids. Now, I'm not charging nearly what they pay at some of these places. Some of these places are 60 or $75 an hour. Right. Mm. I charge 20 Right. You know, mm. uh, the 20 pays for the cage and my kid gets to hit with him. Right. I'm not, to me, I made 20 bucks because I didn't, I didn't pay it because I was going to be there anyway. Doing something with baseball. Right. Which and you I love anyway. baseball. Like, you know, right. yeah. Right. And since then I have added, um, I've got a couple other people who have, who've asked me to do things and, yeah. and sometimes it's for trade. Um, yeah. my son currently is going, this probably means nothing to you guys, but an a 2000 glove, which is a very expensive, very nice major league level, uh, glove. Okay. I got that in exchange for. Helping oh. train a kid. Okay. 
Mm. Uh, he has a he has a dealer that he works with. He can get him a good deal. That was the trade. I didn't ask for it. He asked if he could come hit with us while we hit. I'm like, sure, as long as I don't have to pick him up. You know, you're not you're not inconveniencing me. Right. And I made it work where you know with my kid there as well. Right. I love doing it. I would have worked with this kid anyway. Yeah. But at the end of it, this guy's like, hey. Here's what I want to give you. You know, yeah. you pick this out and have them, you know, so we did that. Um, some of it is money. You know, there's some people that pay for my membership. Yeah. You know, in order to be at this place, I had to have a membership in order to train them. Hey, what if I cover your membership cost? Right. You know, same thing. I'm trying to do them a, a favor because they're paying me so much less than what they would have to pay if they were to go sign up somewhere. Because let's be honest, a lot of those sign up prices are pretty ridiculous. Right. It, nobody, <clears throat> you're, I'm not making major league baseball players. So, right. Charging sixty dollars an hour seems excessive. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'm going to help him so he's a little bit better when he goes to you know fifth or sixth or seventh right. or eighth grade baseball. Right. Has a little bit more fun. Right. You know, uh, gives him something to do in the winter too. Training yep. can be fun. My kid yep. loves it. I mean, he he can't wait to go do it again. He's yep. you know, uh, but yeah. So that that's been something I've done, uh, and I've done a, a lot more of that over the last few years because I love it, yep. and that makes it a lot easier to do too. It's right. it's a lot easier for me to tell the the wife and the kids that hey, I'm leaving to go do this. Because it's something I like doing, right? And I can bring my kid, and right. in exchange, I'm also going to have a little bit of extra money so right. we can buy that bat, right? You know, that uh, for right. him to play with. Or when I hand my wife, you know, the 250 bucks at the end of this training thing after I've done it for a month and a half, here's some money for Christmas. Yeah, a lot easier. We didn't have to take it out of the bank account. Didn't have to right. budget mm-hmm. that in. You know, that's the kind of stuff I why I do it. Yeah. Again, and it's more fun than my regular yeah. job. Is also part of why I do it. And I know um, that um, just. Just yeah. side note, I know that um, Joe historically has said no, but I, I've heard that, you know, I've had you tell me that a lot of people ask him to do like shortstop work with their kids and Joe, you know, he's busy, <laughs> he's got a lot going on and he typically says no, but. Um, I am known for my shortstop, shortstop work. Your glove is like a shortstop, you know. When you're so good at something, uh, yeah. sometimes it's hard. The expectations of the there. kid that you're going to train is right. never going to meet up right. to what right. you were. Right. So, And that's the biggest problem with teaching like that. I yeah. mean, you want them to be you, yeah. but I mean, yeah. when you're that good, yeah. they just never <laughs> right. can be. Right. It's very easy yeah. for me because when they yeah. walked in, they were as good yeah. as I was. So, And that's the thing is, unfortunately, <laughs> they know that you know Joe. So they just right. think they're going to get It's going to rub off. The friend hookup. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey. Joe's slogan, nobody goes deeper in the hole than me. You know, that's Joe's slogan. So it, it uh, in all areas of life. God, yeah. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, another new one that I didn't really know anything about yeah. that I've been doing is, uh, and we had talked about, it, I think this is where it kind of came from yeah. is the vending machine. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, the vending machine guy at my work, he yeah. had a pop machine and a candy machine. Yeah. And when I talked to him, he had 75 places that he had some sort of vending in whether yeah. it was a pop machine a candy machine or uh, one of those honor boxes oh yeah. does everybody know what those are yeah. they've got you know you put in a box yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. not a it's not calculated so right they're trusting you're going to put the dollar in the in right. the box to take your right twix bar out right. or whatever um so he had like 75 places uh i think he had 35 pop machine or candy machines and 50 pop machines or something you know mm-hmm. something like that well he was getting out of the business mm-hmm. it was getting time consuming he was an older gentleman he was in his 60s and he had a regular job so he's like i'm retiring from my side business right, right. uh and so he was gonna leave mm-hmm. well our the place where the vending machine is at our work it's we don't have a ton of people in our building so we'd already been <laughs> cut off by pepsi and coke they put a machine in we didn't buy enough they had to take the machine out it wasn't worth it to him mm-hmm. um this guy told me that there was not enough pop bought at our place to warrant the pop machine but because he they allowed us that or allowed him to have the candy machine in there because some places require you to give 10 percent 
mm. of what you make on that machine mm. to the yep. business that it's right. in. Right. Uh, we don't. So he's like, so it was a decent deal. I put the pop machine in there as a favor. Yeah, it was an older oh. pop machine. Um, I'm going to take them out if you guys, somebody doesn't buy them here. I might sell them to somebody else and they might keep them here, but that's kind of how it's set up. So I immediately got that guy's phone number, called him up and said, hey, I want that machine to stay here because mm. we need snacks. <laughs> you know, there's there's the day you forget your lunch or whatever and you want to, uh-huh. you know, a bag of chips or whatever. So anyway, uh, I bought them at a decent price. Uh, I looked around, went to Sam's Club and, and uh Costco found prices on what they was, those were, went online, went to an actual vending machine company, found out I'm not near big enough to order from them because you mm-hmm. have to order a certain amount and things like that. Sure. But I figured it out, and it doesn't make a ton of money, but I am go there anyway. So if I'm going to go to Sam's Club to pick up some stuff for my house, I can grab mm-hmm. a box of chips and a thing of uh, Pop-Tarts and, and some candy bars, and when right. I go to work, I'll fill it up, and then I'll punch in, and I'm, yep. I'm there. You know, It costs yep. me... 15 extra minutes a right. week or whatever, you know, right. mm-hmm. and it does make some money. Yeah. It's, it provides a service at our business. We, you know, we all wanted a machine there. I got to make a little bit of extra money uh, on the side yeah. and same thing. We'll use it for whatever, whether it's right. Slush fun vacations, kind of stuff. Yeah. you know, like, yeah. well, we, we talk about all the time. Uh, those of you, I mean, Joe, I don't know if it's hit you quite yet. Uh, I would assume probably it will you soon. Uh, when, when your kids go to school, there's a field trip. Oh yeah, and it's oh we need six bucks, right? Or there's a or they're going to the movie at the field trip. Well, we're allowed to bring four dollars extra for right. a candy and a pop, you know, or a popcorn and a pop, you right. know. But we can't do more than that, right? Well, all these things keep coming up. Yeah, I don't want to write a check every time, or right. I don't always say. So I'll tell my wife, go in the hat. You know, I've yeah. got a stocking cap where I put a little bit of extra money, and that's where the boys know that if there's something for school that they forgot, yeah, they can go in the hat, right? And that's what mm-hmm. that is. That's not coming out of my right. <laughs> you know my bills right you know that's it's coming out of the, the pop machine or yeah. what or whatever one of these various things that i've i do on the side i'll right. put a little bit of money in there yeah uh even fantasy football you know yeah. that money gets hidden up there uh i will say joe we did have a kind of a side business for a couple of years that we made okay money doing with the uh twins oh the, <laughs> the scalping yeah we bought <laughs> yeah we i bought, guess there was we that. bought twins tickets and yeah. we sold twins tickets and, yeah. and it's the same thing uh to your point justin with the uh antiques and things like that uh you're buying something that somebody else might want and then you're right. moving it to them right i do that with collectibles yeah. you know like uh, i buy something if i know it it's worth more than what i what i'm gonna pay for it in the store yep I might buy an extra one right? because I know, hey, now that one I'm not necessarily making a ton of money because right. I'm putting it back into my own collectibles, but it right. it's not taking money out of my family's right. account, which right. makes it way easier to right. to buy the dumb stuff I buy. Yep. Um, but the Twins tickets, I mean, that came yep. up huge for my family. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, for those of you who aren't around here uh, from the Minnesota area, when the Twins opened their new stadium, everybody wanted to go. We bought relatively cheap oh, yeah. tickets. Very cheap. And we're able to sell them for a pretty good uh, <laughs> uh, increase. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it was nice because now we got to go go to some games and it didn't cost us. I was in no point in my life uh, financially to be going to any Twins games uh, mm-hmm. as far as my income yeah, uh, right. place. Right. I was definitely living above my means, yeah. living in a neighborhood I didn't belong in, living in a house I probably shouldn't have had because <laughs> yeah. it was too much of my income. Yeah. So this was great. I got laid off right before we got our payout from twins tickets one year hmm. and it saved me right because it was essentially yeah. um you know while i was getting that next job that was the money i got to use yep. without having to borrow everything you know right. like right uh so yeah i mean i guess i'm always looking for yep. 
something, yeah. you know, yeah. I, yeah. and if it's something that you're passionate about, if right. it's something that's kind of fun or you're interested right. in, or you want to learn about right. or whatever, that's, it's that's the biggest, the biggest fun. thing I'm, and I'm convinced of it and it, and you've said it already and I said it and you know, whatever, but the big, you've got, you've got to enjoy it. You've got to be willing to do it for free. Otherwise, you know, it's just going to, it's going to be torture if you feel like you have to go do it because you hate doing it. Like, you know, I've, I've, you know, all, well, three out of the four of us <coughs> have talked in the past about like starting like a dog waste removal business or like a whatever business or like whatever. Come on, right? Like <laughs> the idea, that would have been cool for the first like two weeks because you're like, oh man, look at money. But eventually you're going to be like, I'm so tired of picking up dog shit. I have no passion for this. Or, like <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. Right. But that passion might have been being your own boss. That would, correct. And it might have been yes. just yes. the excitement of, right. we're looking for, at right. the time we were talking about it. Yeah. All of us would have traded our job in for something that we cared about. That, right, you know, like, right, 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 right. That was the reason. Or that we owned, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah, for, for me, it's going to have to be, I, I, you know, I'll just be honest. I don't, I don't want to work bad enough to go do something on the side that I'm not going to have fun doing. Like, there's people out there that will do really shitty fucking hard labor, labor, and do, labor intensive jobs. To make the extra money because they feel like they either have to or and they do have to or because like you said on the, the Disney thing, right? Or whatever, like yep. they they really want to. If there's a goal, it's yeah, easier. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I, you guys I, delivered pizza. I, my dad did that. You right, know, right. Hey, I'm going to do it for three months, 12 yeah. weeks or whatever. Right. Because I've got a goal and this is above and beyond what we do. You right, know? right. So, yeah, you're right. It's Unless got you've to got be something, something that specific. You enjoy doing. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you're going to just going to it's going to get old. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my whole thing. Uh, by the way, um, you and I should talk at some point about specifically what you're looking for for Star Wars stuff, because I keep coming across Star Wars stuff in these antique stores, but oh, I'm not sure. positive what you w- would be willing to pay for or not. And they are through the roof right now. Yeah. Well, the the thing of it is, a lot of, and you already know this, but most of the all every single action figure I've seen that's from the era that you're worried about are all out of the package. It's just it's like yeah. a Ziploc yep. bag full yep. of guys, which I don't sure. think matters to you. Um, but I do occasionally find like the old, you know, like those glasses. This doesn't need to be on the show, but those Batman glasses that you got me, the painted the ones. Show. Yeah, yep. I, I've seen the Star Wars ones like that that are like the painted Star Wars glasses from like McDonald's or whatever. Burger King, yeah. And the yep. year or Burger King, and the year is from is from well, mid, mid early mid eighties. Yep. And I always think to myself, is this something he would want to know about, or wouldn't he care about this? So sure. In all my browsing, we should talk about what you want. We'll talk to offline. You know. Yeah, we'll take it <laughs> offline. Uh, Joel, who seconds, uh, who's our treasurer, also seconds as our admin assistant. So Joel, mm. if you can put that on the calendar, that'd be great. Just well, there. Sort of I'll, I'll get, get that done. done. Yeah. <laughs> Set up a meeting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I my suggestion. Yeah. Find something you like, right. and if you can make a little bit of dough somewhere doing it, right. Great. Right. right. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't. You're not re- relying on the money. You don't have to have it to feed your kids. Well, that's the thing. If you don't make any money for a month, whatever. I didn't make any money this month, but yep. you know, whatever you do make, you throw in an account. Right. And if it doesn't cost my family, then right. All it was was my time. Right. And right. apparently, my time is not that valuable because I've got a job that doesn't value it that much either. Yep. So, <laughs> if I'm willing to give my time for it, yeah, it's worth it. So that's that. That's that. Side Woo. gigs. <laughs> Side gigs. <laughs> Joe, yeah. Kind of a boring show for Joe, but yeah, I'll no, it's fine. Right. I got to take a few pot shots yeah. here and there because yeah, yeah I, I got nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Well, Joe, maybe you should start a side business of playing video games, and I'll have a business of watching movies. We'll see how that, how far that takes us. Yeah, absolutely. I, I might start my own photography thing. Going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, Are you going to specialize in photos of little girls? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm just, I don't have to put that in the swimsuit photos, swimsuit. Though, right? I'm just yeah. saying, you, you fuckers wait. You wait. Someday, some photographer is going to get busted with fucking 19,000 online porn or child porn images on his computer. Yeah. And people are going to say, oh, well, he was a photographer for 12 years and everyone loved him and he was so nice and he was such a good deal and he cared so much and he always made sure the dresses didn't have any wrinkles in him and the hair was just right. That's you why know? I don't let women photograph my sons. There you go. <laughs> Double standard. I get it. I know. I get it. You know, I have two daughters as well. Right? You do? Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe you should do a better job protecting them. Wow. Instead of letting them to the wolves like you do now. He does protect them. He doesn't even let them out of the house for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Safety first. Yeah, all right. <sighs> all right. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for uh, being patient, Joe. Yeah. All the pot shots you've been taking. No, no, I'm used to it. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs>